Hi, and welcome back to the podcast Enjoying Life with Nelly and Simone. I hope you all had a great week and got to do whatever you wanted to do. We're not gonna have. We're not gonna have that in a podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, it's been a lot going on. Homeschooling, but at the same time, I felt like I had more free time this week, and I don't know if it is because of the good weather. Or because I was able to do more stuff for myself. But it's been good. How about your week? I really enjoyed the sun. So I'm just... I feel like the sun just brings something out in me. That's really good. And like my mood is pretty much always good when the sun is out. So I couldn't have a better week. And now it's Easter. Which is insane. It's almost summer. Happy Easter everyone! happy easter it's pretty late we're gonna say this but for us it's easter today i don't know have you done anything exciting this week i wouldn't say so i hung out with a friend and we were sitting in each other's cars doing nothing i miss you though i miss you too i miss hanging out i miss doing stuff but i actually felt really motivated this week like I have just been killing my workouts. I have been going for runs. So I I have really enjoyed this week. It's great. Love that for you. What is this episode about? We're going to talk about rematch and rematch for extension year, which might sound like it is the same, but we believe it might not be that way. Yes. So Nelly, you went to rematch. So you changed your family after... How long was it? It was about three months. Three months. And for me, I'm changing my family after a year, which is actually when my year ends. But then I'm extending with a year, but with a new family. So that's why we can both talk about rematch and rematch for extension year. So we're going to talk about the process of being a rematch, other people's role in it. And also how it is to interview a new host family now when you're already done it before. Yeah, because we had really different processes here. You're more under stress than I was. Like, uh, decide to be in rematch in the middle of your year. You only have two weeks to find a family. Unless there's like a circumstances that you need extra time. But otherwise, if you don't find a family after two weeks you have to go home and those situations might be that you're have been talking to a family for a really long time but they haven't asked you to come and be with them yet or that you're in rematch during holidays when families are not active at their matching profiles like christmas fourth of july new year's eve or maybe even easter because if you or not close to rematch or close to match with anybody uh, after two weeks, they have to send you home. But I will say that the company that I was going with did a really good job. I also got to know that I wasn't the only one in rematch during this time, 
which I felt was a relief because I was so stressed out and I thought I was the only one who was doing this right now. But by getting to know that I wasn't the only one helped a lot. Like in your LCC group or like that you knew of? No, in the country because the company made like a video chat where everyone can talk and get some frustration out, which was really good because it shows you that you're not the only one. I bet that was kind of supporting for you too. It was. Yeah, I bet. I had a friend that went to rematch too and she was just really stressed out too over finding a new family and she didn't want to like find a family that was the same and she didn't want to like make the same mistakes with the new family or I mean it's not a mistake but like she wanted to find the right one this time. I bet didn't you feel the same way too you're afraid to like find something that was similar to the family or you are actually trying to get away from i actually wasn't i asked so many more questions now when i did the first time when i was matching with my first family i asked how they were treating their kids and how they have been deciding to raise them which i thought helped a lot more and i was way more confident now when i was matching yeah i i bet like you know what you want and what you need to ask for because you're in the situation what you don't want like you know this is what you're trying to get away from so you know what you need to ask the next family to not get into the same problem but i'm really glad you found a family it's i now i I only met her host mom but she seems so nice and her host kids i love them too thank you I feel so much better being with this family than when I did being with my other host family. And it's such a relief because a lot of people told me that I was being sensitive when I said I didn't feel good. I was sad and I felt anxious being with that host family. But from this experience, I learned that you should always leave if you feel like that. Yeah, also I feel like if you have this feeling in you, you or faster at experience homesickness like then you're just not gonna have a great year and which that's why we are here we want to have a fun time that's true as homesick as i felt during that time i never felt and i think i talked to my mom grandma and grandpa at least two to three times a day because i felt so bad but did you did you go to live with your LCC or did you live with your host family? Not my LCC because she was out of town. The company wants you to stay with your host family if you can because they're losing someone who can take care of the kids. But I decided that I wasn't feeling good and this was over Christmas and New Year's. So I left because I didn't want to feel bad during the holidays that's a time when you want to feel good and just have fun. I was supposed to stay with another LCC first, but she was a friend of my old host family, so my mom called the company and told them that she wasn't feeling comfortable in that situation, which I understand. Yeah, she has an opinion about this family that you don't share. So I just, yeah, I I believe that your mom was right. Because, I, yeah, as you said yourself, culture care want you to stay with families. And honestly, I feel like if you did that, that would, be have, would have been bad for you too. The only good thing about staying with your old host family 
is that you can work and still earn a little bit of money. But I felt that that wasn't necessary for me. So I said that I wanted to leave as fast as possible. Yeah, I believe so too. I actually want to ask you how did you feel when you had to tell your host family, your previous host family, that you want to go to rematch? Did you feel like anxious or stressed out or sad? I felt all three of those emotions because it's hard to tell someone Do you want to leave and not work for them anymore? And also since you're living in their house. But at the same time, they had been lying to me in their application. So I just went on, told them that I didn't feel comfortable working like this since they lied. And also that I didn't feel welcome. That was hard to bring it up, but I knew it had to be done. I also remember telling them that I felt lonely because I couldn't make any au pair friends. Gay Wilson were from Spanish-speaking countries, so all of them spoke Spanish, and none of them knew how to speak English, so it was hard to become friends with them because they didn't understand me. Yeah, okay, maybe we should explain what you mean with that. Like, a lot of Scandinavian girls, or like Germany, Austria, we get together and we speak English together, And then, like, Colombian girls, they speak their language together. They, like, find a group together. I don't have a problem with it because there's such a big group of people traveling from Spanish-speaking countries. But when I were in Iowa, which was the place I was in before coming to Boulder, I just felt alone because all of them spoke Spanish. That was a problem for me then because I was the only one who didn't speak the language which made it hard. Yeah, so like the peers in your LCC group kind of group into where from the world you're from or where in the world you're from. And then you if you have the same language in your country, you kind of like just get along. I don't know if it's easier maybe. I don't know because like when we when we talk together, we don't talk like we can understand each other if we talk Danish and Swedish. We just there's maybe a few words that we need to like explain otherwise we we always talk english to each other these girls didn't speak english at all i'm not saying that everyone from spanish-speaking countries doesn't speak english these girls just didn't yeah i don't feel like everybody's like that people are really different the last up here my family had she was from brazil and she was really good at english and we spoke english to, to each other it was not like she was shy to speak english and she came to visit while i was still here and she was not shy at all to speak she like wanted to speak english as much as me so i just feel like it's it depends on what kind of person you are it does and because of the situation and the circumstances with both the family and the au pair group I decided to leave because I wasn't having a fun time and I wanted to have fun. That's why I went here and I wanted to make new friends who I can actually speak with and be able to do stuff with. Then you didn't have to say goodbye to any close friends, which is pretty nice. I feel like it's always tough if you get a really close friend's friend and then you can't really get along with your family. I would say that could be really difficult. Rematch overall is a very difficult and stressful time. But it's just to be honest with the new family you're talking to. 
and you're not gonna have a trouble finding a new family at all. Yeah, there's so many families that are looking for au pairs that's already in country just because maybe they are in rematch or maybe they need one right away. So if you are an au pair that is in rematch, no stress. That's very true. And there's always one perfect family for every au pair out there. But I'm kind of curious. You were in rematch for extension year. And that must be a little bit different. Because you have a longer time than two weeks to find a family. Right? For me, I had four months to choose a family if I needed that long. But for me, I also wanted to find a family in good time so I didn't have to stress in the end of my year. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, take a chill but still not too chill. Because, like, the families I'm talking to, they also want to make sure they have an au pair when they uh, need one. So, yeah, it's but it's kind of the same way, you know uh read profiles about families you're talking to new families you asking questions they are asking me question and i don't know about you but when i talked to my my extension family i knew a lot more about the questions i wanted to ask and what i wanted to make sure they had in the family i'm pretty sure you had it the same way with your rematch family I had such an easy time finding a new host family because now I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew what kind of questions to ask. When I first was in the matching process, I didn't know what to ask. I just went along with it. And then I matched way too fast with my first host family. But now I'm glad I'm here and it's just the perfect match for me. And to be honest, it only took me two days to match with this family. I mean, you're pretty stressed out in your matching process. So two days, I would say that's pretty good too. I was pretty fast with this family too. But I think it's also like the situation we were in, like Corona. So they needed to watch their kids. Or I mean, they had an L period, but they also needed to work at the same time. So like everybody's just a bit more stressed out so for me with uh, my next family only took one and a half to two weeks before we actually matched too so like we were talking together for a week and then we decided you're the right family for for me and they i was the right up here for them or that's what we think right now you never know if something changed when you were matching with your new host family Did you let them talk to the host family you're staying with right now? Because when I was in rematch, I was in an unfriendly one. So I didn't want them to talk to my old host family. So I let them talk to my LCC instead. But my LCC gave the number to my host mom to the families. Yeah, of course, I let them talk to my host family, my current host family, just because we have a good relationship and I'm not going to rematch because I'm mad at them or in, like uncomfortable in the house. I just want to experience new stuff, which is fine. Like we are here to experience stuff and to like try new stuff. So, yeah, sure, I said, you can talk to my host family. I bet they will love to talk to you, too. I also wanted to talk host families up here, the current up here they had, so I could hear from another perspective 
what kind of family they are. Just because I feel like whose families can can pretty easily say, "Oh, my kids are so nice. We are so nice. We are so understanding. We are. We will give you the better life." Where when you then talk to the current out here, she can maybe say. Oh yeah, the kids can maybe fight sometimes. The kids don't want to eat the food you serve, like stuff like that. So for me, it was really important to talk to the current up here too in the family. That was the talk that took the longest for me, because we had so much to talk about. Me and the mom talked for about forty, fifty minutes, and then the day after, I I talked to the au pair, and we talked for two hours, and it was about the kids and the house and the schedule. And I'm not gonna say that the mom said my kids are angels. She said that they can be tough sometimes, which I felt was a relief. And then I talked to the au pair, and she said the same thing, which was nice. We still talked about the family a lot. But I feel like that's just kids. If somebody is saying, "Oh, my kids are just angels," I'm like, they can't be angels all the time. I feel like host families who say that don't spend enough time with their kids. It's better to be honest and say their kids they fight, but it's not too bad, and they will get over it. Because every kid they have like a trouble moment. They have bad moods like you have yourself. They are not masters at being happy. They are only kids. And when they fight. They just go on and on and on about it, so they need an adult to cut it out. Because if not, they're gonna continue till they fall asleep. I feel like you're right there. So I got a question for you: When you decided that you wanted to change families, did your LCC help you? So I told her that I wanted to change families, and she was like, "Sure. Is there any reason? Just because you need to make sure I'm okay in the family I'm in now." But otherwise, it went pretty smooth for me. I had a bit of help from cultural care. They have like people that are specific at some jobs in rematch, like making sure you're writing the right stuff in your rematch profile, stuff like that. That was mostly the people that helped me. Also, because I changed my LCC during this time, my last LCC she had some personal problems or some personal issues she needed to take care of in her own family. So now I have another LCC, and she's really sweet. But she also has a lot of new appears, a lot of appears of her own. So I pretty much did the whole. Process by myself and help from cultural cares employers for the specific rematch for extension year. They're pretty good at calling you and texting you and saying, "Hey, is everything fine? Do you need help with anything? You can just call me, and they will call you if there's any problems." So yeah, they are really nice. That's awesome. When I was in rematch, I was lucky to stay with the LCC. Cause a lot of families contacted her, but at the same time, my own LCC, who I had told that she was not allowed to give out the number of my host mom, she did that. So a lot of families talked to my host family, and obviously they didn't say nice stuff about me since it was an unfriendly rematch. So I thought that was pretty bad of her, but otherwise I was really lucky with the LCC I was living with. 
then they should have talked to the LCC and like she could tell you tell them how wonderful of a person you are I feel like that's really bad move of your LCC too I felt so too and I was so mad at her for doing that so I stopped telling the host families that they could talk to my LCC and said that they could talk to the LCC I was living with instead yeah also because she need to listen to you she need to be there for you and not your last host family my only thought in my head was that backstabbing doesn't help me right now i'm already stressed out don't make it worse yeah because it just feels like somebody you the only person you maybe trust at that moment is just letting you down i was so mad because she's an adult she should know better than doing that but obviously not I would have been too. Don't worry about that. Are you are you feeling confident about your decision, or do you something sometimes think, okay, maybe I could have worked on it myself? I'm really confident with my decision because it didn't feel good at all. So I just decided that it's not gonna get better because of the things that had happened, and now I'm here and it's so much better. I wouldn't change this for anything. You're just thinking, hell yeah. I don't know, were you specific with your location? I wouldn't say I was. I really wanted to go to Colorado, but if I would have ended up somewhere else, I wouldn't have cared either. How about you? Give me the details. Yeah, because with my rematch for extension year, I decided that I wanted to go to California. I was, I'm not obsessed with California, but I like the vibe of California and I would love to, like, that's the place where you kind of want to live at some point or like try something similar or that's my opinion so i was like yeah i should go there and i went for a weekend class to get my credits where i met a really nice friend and she lived up pretty close to san francisco so i was like okay maybe i should find a family close to san francisco so i can kind of have a friend in the area i didn't need to live like next door or like 10 minutes away but like somebody that was an hour away half an hour i wouldn't care just somebody i could go to if something was really wrong and kind of still trust her so i decided to look for a family in san francisco and i found one pretty close to san francisco so i'm happy about that but honestly if I didn't find find this family, I didn't know where I would go. Because maybe I'm a bit obsessed with California. <laughs> because honestly, I didn't know what other state I wanted to explore. I just kind of like the idea of hot weather. I like the idea of hot weather and beaches. And in Denmark where I live, um, I'm pretty close to the beach. Like Denmark is surrounded with beaches and with like water so i kind of miss that and it's not like i need to live at the beach but i think it would be nice to have the option to go to the beach or take like a day trip there so that was also why i'm like okay california sounds like a pretty cool place i was also thinking about florida but i have also heard they could have terrible weather i was like kind of afraid to go there so i just settled on california and if i didn't find a family in like may june i would consider somewhere else but we're in april and i found a family 
Have you been to San Francisco? Because they have terrible weather. No, I have been to San Diego. In the summer, the beaches are pretty cold compared to like if you go to LA or San Diego because it's further north, but the weather near the beach seems like Denmark. So I'm not afraid of it. And because the family I'm going to live, live closer um, or further in on the, on the um, state, the weather is going to be gorgeous there in the summer. And I'm excited. Yeah, because it rains a lot in San Francisco. But I will say as Scandinavians, we're pretty used to that. Yeah, I'm pretty used to uh, rain. And if I have to be honest, I miss the rain. Nobody ever said that besides me. <laughs> I miss it too, so don't worry. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and also, also like the family I chose, they usually rent a ski cabin in the mountains. Like it's a few hours away, but they go, usually go there every weekend during the winter. I still have summer beaches and skiing in the winter, even though it's rain. Like, in the mountains, it's snow. Do you even know how to ski? I mean, you're from Denmark. Can I say F you? Because, yes, I do. To be honest, though, you're famous in Sweden for not knowing how to ski. So I'm just curious. I mean, I'm probably not as good as you, but I don't care about that. I enjoy skiing. I have been skiing since I was a little kid. There is nothing more peaceful than go skiing. There is... Actually, nothing more successful than taking out your anger to just go skiing and let it out. That's amazing. It's kind of weird. Like, you, I know you love having the boots on. I hate having the boots on. But the feeling you get whenever you take them off, it's just like kind of calming too. Like, it's kind of like you're done with a workout. The only thing I kind of miss is like the cold weather in my face but i'm still feeling sweaty underneath all my clothes i love that feeling i love that feeling too but nothing beats going down a slalom course and just hitting the poles damn that's such a good feeling hey simone hey nelly don't you think it's time to end this episode now i think it's time to end this podcast or this episode I both think we learned something new about each other in our rematch. We definitely did. So if any of you back home says we didn't learn anything new, that's a lie because even we did. Yeah, it was nice to talk to you today, Nelly. It was nice talking to you too, even though I don't believe that you actually can ski. Oh my god, don't mention that again. I can still kick your ass. <laughs> you wish. Hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.